I feel like whenever I come up with a good pun, I like do that thing oh where I just God. like stop and I'm like, oh, that was the funniest thing I've ever said. Like I get really excited. Hi, and welcome to Undressed. I'm Megan Collins of Style Girlfriend, and I'm so glad to be here with you. This podcast is my chance to talk to awesome people who I think are living their life with style, and maybe I can learn something from, and maybe you can too. But I do want to talk to you about uh, who we've got on today. We have a great guest. Scott Wiener is a professional pizza enthusiast. You might think that you're at least reaching amateur status, but you've got nothing on Scott, let me tell you. He hosts these amazing pizza eating tours in New York City, here where I live, where he shares his pizza knowledge with residents and tourists alike. He's also the star of a new documentary titled, appropriately, Scott's Pizza Tours. It's crazy to think that just really liking pizza can turn into a career, which is exactly what I bombarded him with questions about. So I'm really excited to, you know, share his story with you. And last but most definitely not least, he's also, (laughs) get ready for this, the Guinness world record holder for the largest collection of pizza boxes, which we literally didn't even get into our interview because we were talking about so many other things, but I feel like it's helpful for context just on the crazy, passionate kind of guy that he is. So now on to the episode with Scott Wiener of Scott's Pizza Tours. Scott, let's get right into it. When did your love affair with pizza begin? Oh boy, it's you know you know what? It's one of those things that it's like thinking about the beginning of liking pizza is sort of like the beginning of the universe. <laughs> You know, where, like, you you know what Big Bang means, but you can't ever truly get the concept through your skull about what it truly does mean. I mean, I try to think about it. When was the universe not there? And then suddenly millions of galaxies happened and, like, a split... Like, I just can't get to that. For me, pizza was like that. It was was always there. There was never a time when it wasn't there. I don't know when I had my first slice. Mm -hmm. I don't know how old I was. I don't know where it was from. No one in my family. I don't think any of us could probably remember that. No, but but people ask me that every day, (laughs) and I'm like, I don't know when my first slice was, but I do remember. I do remember the first time I had pizza. And it wasn't the same as all the other pizza I'd had up until that moment. Oh, okay. And that was maybe 10 or 12 years ago. Okay. Uh, maybe 10 years ago. I was about to say dish, and then I realized that that would be a terrible pun. So oh, but you did it anyway! Completely. I'm just acknowledging that I didn't say it, guys. Just throwing that out there to the listeners. So yes, what was this uh, transcendent experience? It was, It was. I mean, listen, I was totally in a pizza. I used to, like keep notes. I had a journal. I had like a diary that I wrote all the pizza I ate all the time. It was totally bizarre. But that I I got so into it that I would take my friends around. I'd pack them into my car and we'd drive around and visit pizzerias. And, and this is how old were you? I, I mean this was like college. Okay. So where'd you go? Syracuse. Okay. So this Good was like pizza up there? No. <laughs> that was part of it. I grew up in suburban New Jersey. Like Manhattan suburb New Jersey. And pizza was one of those things that was just neighborhood food. It was on a Saturday afternoon, you go get a slice with your friend, and then you walk down the street and you go to the record store and you don't buy anything, and then you try to sneak into the movie theater and like you get kicked out, although your friend works there, so he sneaks you in the back door. Like one of those things. Yeah. It was a comfort food. And but it was the same thing. It was 
crust, sauce, and then a layer of cheese. And you'd take a bite, you'd burn your mouth, you'd drink the soda and cool it off, and then you'd do it all again the next week. But it was the first time that I... Uh, I think it was the first time that I ate pizza in Brooklyn, actually. Okay. So, which was I, the first time I went to Grimaldi's under the uh, Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because I've had so much pizza since then. And looking back at this moment, I don't. it's not that I feel goofy, but I know I've had a lot of pizza that's in the same vein. But it was the first time that I had pizza with fresh mozzarella, like a like a proper pizza margarita. And it was, you know, you take a bite and the cheese doesn't slide all off because it's it's on it's below the sauce. Mm. You know, the sauce is on top yeah. of the cheese at Grimaldi's. And it was the first time I took a bite of it where it felt like it was an elevated experience, where it was cuisine. Mm-hmm. And I, from that moment on, I was just kind of on a quest. But you, at this point, you were already recording your pizza journey. Yeah, I was taking notes in a pizza journal okay. in, a, in like a little diary. Is book. it shaped like a pizza? No, I, but I do have one that's shaped like a slice of pizza, and I use it to keep my <laughs> pizza dough recipes. Awesome! Yeah, perfect. Yeah, my friend Joel made me the book. Okay, and it's just like prize possession. But before that, I have four or five—I think five actually—volumes of these notebooks that my friend Michelle would make for me. That said, date, name of pizzeria type of toppings, who am I with, what's the rating, comments, and she would hand write it on every page. What a good friend. Yeah, seriously. Well, she knew that we were traveling around a lot. I was playing in a band, oh, and our band okay. was touring, and whenever we toured, we would visit different pizzerias, and so that became part of the process. And so what were you doing? So you went to college, enjoyed eating pizza, talking about it with your friends, but how did it actually become a career? It's one of those things where it sort of happened in the vacuum of a career, I kind of knew coming out of college that I wasn't interested in a career, for you know, for that word. Okay. Like, like a, a career to me is, it's this... Like a career in quotes. Yeah, it's a, well, you know, like a career is a trajectory that you sort of build, and then you climb a certain ladder, and then the decisions you make are based on what you want that career to be. And it's sort of goal-oriented, and I wasn't really doing that. I was, I was working in music. I was really into music production. And I was working in sound recording, music production, working with rock bands, mm-hmm. doing live sound. And then I found my way into a recording studio in Hoboken, New Jersey, which was fun, but I sort of got bored by it. And then I transitioned into this job doing audio work for the city of Hoboken, for City Hall. Okay. Yeah, which, okay, so, like, whenever the mayor was making a speech... Whenever there was a city council meeting, if there was a parade, a summer concert series, movies in the park, I was just the audio guy. Oh, I bet that kept you really busy. It was great. I mean, it was summertime being outside all the time. It was, like, physical because you're lifting gear. But then it's it's kind of creative because you're sitting there making the soundscape for the audience. Absolutely. It kind of sounds like the best of both worlds. Yeah, it was great. But it was this... It just didn't seem like it was even the right place for me to be. So after a year, I just quit. And October is my birthday is in the end of October. And I decided for my birthday that year, I was going to take all my friends out for pizza. But instead of just doing one pizzeria, let's rent a bus and I'll give the driver a list of street addresses. And we'll just go from one pizzeria to the other. We'll eat the pizza on the bus on the way to the next place. I gave everybody notebooks, palate cleansers, all kinds of cool candies and stuff like that, little pens. And then we jotted down notes on our own pizza journals. I gave everybody a little dissertation about each place as we went. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, six pizzerias later, 
everybody just wanted to do it again. I was getting emails from people I'd never met before because somebody wrote about it on yeah. a website, on a blog, and then that was that. But but that party was it. And then you know, people would see the article that he wrote on the blog and then email me, when are you going to do it again? When are you? And I thought, I, I said, well, there's no way that this is possible. And I don't want to run a business. And I don't, I'm scared of all these things. But after a month or two of thinking about it, I just figured maybe I should look into it. And I started looking into the logistics of it. Mm-hmm. What are, what's the cost of bus rental? How do you build a website? Do I need to get insurance? Oh, wait, I need to be a business. How do you pay taxes for your business? All these things. And that I decided to just kind of do it. And on January 2nd of 2008, I registered the business. And on April 27th was the first official tour. So from October to January, you were in thinking about it, transitioning into actually planning it mode. How long did you think about it before you said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to make a go of this? It was really about two months. It was that two months? Yeah, it really was. And what were you doing for work? Been that at that time, I wasn't doing anything. You really weren't doing anything. No, and it well, I was, but I guess this is where the story gets kind of weird. At that time, I was living on a ferry boat in Hoboken. <laughs> okay, bear with me. I thought you were gonna say you were a spy, so I'm actually a little disappointed. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't say I wasn't a spy. <gasps> a real spy would never admit it. Dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah, spying on nobody except for my neighbors in Hoboken. I mean, I lived in this. Okay, there was this ferry boat. Okay, still is. There's a ferry boat. It's it's in Red Hook now. It's called a Yankee Ferry, and I managed to find a position working on the boat and living on the boat while I was working for the city of Hoboken. Okay. My job was to be the caretaker, and it was just this amazing thing. So and you had a bit of a, a cushion's not the right word, but you had um, no, it's totally some right room word. to actually take time to really figure out what you wanted to do next. So you were really intentional about your next move, and I, I think that's always the part that I'm most interested in because I feel like sometimes people go, or often people go, well, I thought about doing this thing, and then I did it, and now I'm very successful at it. And it kind of feels like, well, that's the part I want to hear about. What's, you know, like the decision-making process, the maybe the trial and error, like, you know, did you build a website on Squarespace, and then it was terrible, and you went to WordPress, or vice versa, or did you get an LLC, or did you start as a sole prop? Like, how much of that stuff was running through your head while trying to figure this all out? I mean, all of it was running through my head all at the same time, because mm-hmm. because I was really doing it with baby steps. I did not have a plan. I had a light business plan, but I didn't even want to run a business. I just wanted to eat pizza every day. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And when I started doing it, it was only because I didn't have the pressure of rent. And if I did have that pressure, I would have had to calculate it much better mm-hmm. because then there would be a smaller margin for error. But not having to pay rent meant, oh, I can kind of squish around a little bit. So and I you, started kind yeah. of without without anything in mind. I. If you had had to pay rent, do you think that you would have started it? Like, do you ever look back? I don't think I would have. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, And that's, that's why like any person who wants to do something, it's, there's a huge difference between wanting to do it and actually going through with it. And it's just, I, I, I don't, it makes me shiver to think about what would have happened if I was paying rent and if I was too scared to do it. So Mm -hmm. I probably would not be sitting here. So... Yeah, it's kind of weird, but I, I, the whole time it was going through my mind about, well, how do you do this? How do you do it the right way? Because I, I wanted to make sure I had the right insurance policy and ticket sales. And, you know, the business that I was getting into is one that I don't know anybody in my family who has ever done it. We have no connections to people who have ever done it. You know, that's what they tell you in college is always like, 
oh yeah, network. you know, network, yeah. <laughs> I had nobody to network with. I mean, luckily there were some people who ran tours who were like lo- lovely enough to talk to me about it and help me and give me a boost. Specifically pizza tours or just New Yeah, there's a pizza tour tours. in Brooklyn. Uh, it's run by this guy named Tony Muya. Okay. And he, like we had been in touch even before I did that birthday party thing. And, you know, I reached out to him right off the bat and said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? And he totally helped me get my act together. It was awesome. I love that. Like, when you hear about people who really believe that, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships, I think it's so true because he could have seen you as competition and said, I'm not going to help you. Oh, totally, yeah. And it's, you know, luckily, the concept that it had for it was totally different from what he was doing and... Um, you know, it was just the the idea of it was it was the same. It's the same heart, but it's a whole different concept of how you do it. And there are all these. There's so many food tours in New York City right now. But when I started doing this seven years ago, there weren't that many. And certainly, when he started doing his three years before me, there were like a handful. So it's incredible to see what happens with it. And now I get people talk to me all the time, and it's the greatest honor in the world when people say to me, "Oh, well, you know what, you're." I, you're you're the expert on this. You've been doing this. And I'm like, wow, I can help you. I would love to help you. Happy to help anybody. But it's just weird because the questions that you're asking me are totally the ones that they ask me and the ones that I was trying to figure out myself. Mm-hmm. What are the nuts and bolts of this? Right. Because when I started doing it, I did the foolish thing, which was I started with a bus tour, okay. which meant I have to rent a bus every week and I have to fill up the bus and the minimum, the margin, the, to break, the break even point is higher than a walking tour. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that once a week for a couple of months before I realized that, oh, I can do walking tours. Mm-hmm. And then I really like learned it as I went. I yeah. figured it out as I went. And I think for me, I, I think about that with style girlfriend all the time because so much of it has been trial and error. And I, I think if you don't look back and just cringe at where you were, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, even a few months ago, then you're probably doing something wrong because it means that you're not growing and you're not getting better. But it does. I mean, I think back and I was like, oh my gosh, how did I do that that way? Like, yeah. but you never know. I you mean, never know until you do it. You just have to keep, and there are different ways to do it. You can take giant steps and then fail and then recover, or you take baby steps and see that, oh, the pan's still hot, I shouldn't touch it, and then regroup Mm -hmm. and I've always been doing it with baby steps just because that's how I'm comfortable Mm -hmm. but I'm very quick to make changes and so the people who work with me are always like they're surprised at how fast we do things one day somebody will say oh we should do a tour in Times Square because there are these bunch of pizzerias that are actually good and then I'll be like uh great let's get it out yeah okay (laughs) it's active like the next day I'll say it's active we're starting in two weeks I'm starting press right now we'll see you in two weeks and then we'll just do it. And then if it works, great. And if it doesn't work, then we fix it and make it work. So you started once a week. How quickly did it, it take off once you were really up and running? It, to me, it felt like it took off right away only because I had no context. Sure. And because I had no job anyway. And so if I have a tour that brings in $125 profit, I'm thinking, holy crap, I just got paid <laughs> to eat pizza. This is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> Two years prior to that, I was doing PA work for production companies for 100 bucks for a 16-hour day. Yeah. So I figured, oh, I ate pizza for, for a few hours and got $125. Okay. So it, it felt like it was fast because the very first tour I did was covered by the uh, Daily News. So that was great. They showed up and they covered the first tour. And so then I got action from that. And then after that, you know, I thought, oh, the Daily News covered it. And then Fox 5 News called me up and then CBS News called me up. And I figured... I'm getting all the press right away. 
this is never going to, yeah, I'm just like, this is, you know, it would take years to do this. I don't know how this happened, but we're good. Then I realized a couple months later, that doesn't work. That doesn't last. that goes away. Yeah, you got to keep on pushing. And so when did it really take off was more like a year or two, probably more like two years into it. Okay. That was when I was able to move off the boat, start paying rent. Okay. Start giggling myself to sleep because I was in a room that I was paying rent for based on eating pizza Mm -hmm. for money. So, you know, that to me, that that's what it took. I, I think that's great to hear. I feel like, again, so often you hear the abbreviated version, which is I started doing this and now I'm, you know, I do it full time and you don't really hear the actual timeline. So two years, it took two years to really go full time on this. Yeah. I remember it was less than a year before it, it had broken even before I made back the money I spent on starting the business. Mm-hmm. It was eight or nine months. So that was really cool. But then after that, really, you know, it takes some time to, because you need to know that it's dependable. You don't know, are people going to still come to my website in three months from now? Oh, are people still going to buy my designs? Are people going to still sign up for my tour? You just don't know. And so it's it's nerve-wracking to to think about, oh, oh, wow, can I start paying myself a salary yet? No. (laughs) You never know what will happen next month. Yeah. So it's the in-between is the fun part, and it's the... Nerve wracking. Well, it was fun. I'll tell you this: it's fun when you live on a boat and you don't pay rent. <laughs> so, what does your team look like now? Now it's I run operations. Essentially, I have a director of operations who does she does part time work for me, just making sure that tours are booked properly. I have four other tour guides who each do one or maybe two tours a week. Okay. And I have a friend of mine who does part time research work for me. So I'll say, oh, I want to research this family. Here are the information pieces that I know. I think they might be connected to this family. They're from this town. This is their birth date. Bring me back what you can. As long as they're passionate, that's all I need. What about if their favorite pizza place you think is garbage? I that's great. Really? I think that's fantastic. Yeah. As long as they can passionately defend it. Exactly. It's the whole goal is, and it's the goal of the tour. It's not about is your place better than my place. Or it's not about, do you know the place better than I do? It's really, can you speak passionately about something that might be mundane? You know, there's a pen sitting on this table over here right now. And is there something you know about that pen that I don't? Because if there is, it might be super interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think that's huge. I think that that's something I try to impart a lot on style girlfriend is it doesn't matter what you do. You could be an accountant, and you will be interesting if you are really excited about it. If you can find something that gets you jazzed every day about about your work, that's all that matters. You know, it was never part of my business plan, as I'm sure it wasn't with yours, but passion is more valuable than anything. Absolutely. And, and really, I might not know all the nuts and bolts of business. I might not know all the specifics about yeast strains and pizza dough, uh, but if you're passionate about something, then people will listen. And if they're passionate too, then you have a great dialogue. And a great dialogue is all you need to have a good time. And so a pizza tour is really just a big conversation about pizza with people who are passionate about it. And, of course, over the years I've accrued a lot of information and knowledge, but the passion is first and foremost. I mean, that uh, passion is about to get a widescreen release. Talk to me a little bit about this documentary that you're the, the subject of. Uh, yeah, there's um, yeah, a couple guys approached me about a year ago, maybe even more, about doing a documentary. Ryan Jones, um, also a guest on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. What? I heard rumors about some stories he told of wearing <laughs> a bow tie at a wedding. He's a storyteller. Oh, yeah. He is. But that's exactly why I figured, well, Ryan and Sean are really good people to do this with, yeah. because 
they're good storytellers and they understand what's important about a story. It's cool because they're they're doing this documentary which is essentially just about pizza as told through the eyes of a person who is totally obsessed and works with it as a business but not in a way of making it which is I think the difference is that we're going to pizzerias and it's the tour and it's the whole lifestyle thing and so so that should be fun they, they uh, had a uh, Kickstarter to raise the funds to do post-production and it ended this morning at 1 o'clock and they got it so that was great and I don't know they've just been following me for so long and at this point it's when they're around I don't even think about it yeah well, we'll be sure to link to the trailer in the awesome. show notes so people can check it out. I gotta say, though, that it. the trailer that they made is maybe the first thing that I've ever been happy to watch. That oh, you didn't cringe all the way through? Um, no, I don't think I cringed. Well, it sounds like things are going well, which is, I think, probably a perfect time then to play grade yourself. Mm. I want to hear what grade you'd give yourself at this current moment, not, not a comprehensive uh, score, but just at this moment. How you feel you're doing in, and we'll start with style. Whoa, style. I'm gonna give myself like a solid B, maybe a B plus. Okay. Feel like it's all right. Like I, I'm very comfortable with what I'm doing. I just don't feel out of sorts. Uh, it's I'm I'm not the most stylish when it comes to clothing. I've never been concerned, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Everything feels fine. <laughs> so I guess I guess it's all good. All right. What B about plus. B plus? B plus. All right. We'll leave it there. What about grooming? <laughs> grooming. You're I got working. a haircut last week. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of nice. Was I, it uh, super long. You know what? My hair gets all kind of poofy, and it's just in the summertime, especially when I'm doing tours. It's just appearance does count for something because when people see me, they're gonna judge right away. Oh, I'm gonna trust my next few hours with this dude. What's going on? So I feel pretty good about that, and I'm in transition mode right now of going from winter beard, which became spring beard, which became a little bit of summer beard, to going clean shaven. But I, I didn't want to go direct, so I have like a little bit of schmutz on my face right now, like a little <laughs> funny mustache. And you for feel the good moment. about it, or it's just because you didn't want to go right to feeling? I just didn't want to go face. right. No, you got to play with it. It's like a canvas, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like taking a mountain and blowing it up without first carving, you know, a monument into it. You gotta use it. But for grooming, I'm gonna go ahead and give myself... You know what? I'm gonna put it all the way to A. Wow. Minus. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But I feel like grooming is under control. Yeah. Uh, This one should be interesting. I mean, you, every day, are meeting new people. How how would you grade yourself on relationships? Mm. Uh, You're obviously a personable guy. I'm going to say A minus to B plus because there's definitely a gap in there. I feel really terrible lately where I'll uh, run into somebody and have no idea where I know them from and I'll forget their name but then they'll say their name and I'll be like, oh yeah, of course. And then I'm like, I just have no idea where you're from. Been there. And I, isn't that terrible? Times day been there. <laughs> it's terrible. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm great with interacting with humans when I meet them. <laughs> But, you know, it's just so tough sometimes to remember where did you meet somebody. Well, and again, you're meeting so many people every day that they're going to remember you probably more than you're going to remember. Yeah, them. and you know what? <laughs> on my, I wear a Scott's Pizza Tour shirt during the tour. That helps. And so it says my name on the shirt. Yeah. And so they're, they know Scott, but maybe I don't know their name. So still, really, I wish I was better at that. Yeah. All right, let me throw a curveball on you. 
at you for this last one. Spirituality. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good about spirituality right now. I'm going to I'm gonna put it as a letter grade. I'm going to stick it as an A. Wow. Yeah, now you're making me think about batting a minus, but I'm not. I'm going to no, keep it gonna an A. you're going to stick with the A. I just feel like everything's kind of balanced. I think that's fantastic. But I feel like was, people struggle for so long, uh, sometimes their whole lives, with either what they believe or with getting over things that they learned as kids that they're trying to unlearn or, you know, whatever it might be. So I think that's fantastic. So we use the hashtag SGApproved uh, for things that we like. Uh, so we came up with a list of things that we're curious about if you would call them approved Ooh, or not. SW approved. So, SW approved or not this dude. Okay. <laughs> SW approved or not this dude. So let's start okay. with, are you ready? Yeah. My eyes are closed. I'm ready. <laughs> Jogger pants. Jogger pants? What are, what are those? <laughs> You're already confused. Uh, they're the pants that kind of scrunch up at the bottom like they're sweatpants, but they're regular pants. It could be jeans or khakis, but they kind of bunch at the ankles. I've never seen them. Okay. But I approve of them. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. You're open to them. Yeah, because I don't, like, I feel like when in doubt, approve. I like that. Uh, splitting the check on a first date. Uh, I'm going to approve that. I don't feel like, I don't think I've ever done that. Okay. But I'm going to approve it. Okay. Uh, man tank tops. Man tank tops? That's like where it has no sleeves, right? <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, I'm going to approve that too. Why not? In fact, I saw this kid yesterday walking with his buddies. I mean, maybe they were like 14 years old. And he had this shirt that said, I flexed and the sleeves popped off. And it was like, you know, it was one of those sleeveless shirts. I just thought that was so cool. So that shirt would be S- yeah, SW approved. Yeah, SW approved. How funny is that shirt? I did like, I, I started applauding him. I was like, that is an awesome shirt, dude. And then did he flex for you? No, he was weak. <sighs> but I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, all-inclusive resorts. Oh, man. I'm so conflicted right now. Oh. I feel like not this dude would probably not be doing that. But um, there may be a time in life where I'm going to... Be okay with that. I'm gonna say. To a- I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. Not this dude right now at this moment in my life. So we should check back in with you in like five, ten. Yeah. Years. Well, I kind of want to like go and see, like, be in the local scene and like go check out cool stuff and like go to a grocery store and right. all that. And so I feel like I'm I'm not approving it for myself at this moment. Uh, this next one I already know I'm gonna get approved from you. Uh, I shouldn't even ask it, but gluten. Oh, highly approved. <laughs> SW approved. All right. Uh, office romances. Oh, man. I'd, I've never really worked in an office. Although, wait, the one time I did, there was like a, was a girl your potential. Boat. No. Yeah, potential. Yeah, it was no. It was not. So I'm going to say not this dude. Okay. Hey, we finally got one. Yeah. Okay. Not this dude. Man, next up is man buns. So not, for just me? Well, I, can, I will never be able to achieve that because of the puffiness, the puffy so nature of the hair. Dude. Not this dude for me. <laughs> What about CrossFit? No, well, I'm not, this dude's not doing it. Just because I'm not, I'm not super good at the trained, you know, like the training in that sense. Okay. You know, I exercise a bunch, but it's like right, you're biking in my own city. style. Yeah, I swim three days a week in the morning, and I bike, and I feel like that's good enough for me. I don't, I don't think I have the uh, the attention span to like do a separate. Is it 30 minutes or something like that? I think it's like an hour. Ooh, no way. Can't do it. It's a commitment, because you, I mean, you have to get into it. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. All right. Not this dude. I mean, and you can't see it, Radio Land, but I'm putting my two thumbs to myself. <laughs> not this dude. Who's got two thumbs and hates <laughs> And CrossFit. is not doing CrossFit. <laughs> Scoots. Uh, 
Oh, this one I'm curious about. What's your take on brunch? Oh, I have so much to say about this. I have so much to say about this. I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to say SW approved. Hashtag okay. SW right. approved. But if you, if you don't mind, uh, I have ve- I've had maybe four or five brunches in my life. I know I'm totally brunch deficient because I'm always doing tours on Saturdays and Sundays. Tomorrow is a Saturday. Okay, right now we're recording this yeah. on a Friday. Tomorrow, I am not personally doing a tour. I have a brunch plan. I'm going to a pizza place in my neighborhood that does a pizza brunch. Because I've always wanted to, and I've never gotten to do it. So I'm psyched. SW approved for brunch. I still really want to do straight-up brunch with the yeah. French toast and mimosas and the whole thing. Like, where you just waste the whole morning oh, and yeah. afternoon. The afternoon, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never done that. That's what I want to do. With, like, four or five people. Where you're all just brunching. Yeah. I want to try it. It's never it's done. It's ready for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. You might love it. I want to do it. Uh, next up is Vin Dieseling, which is shaving your head once you start to go bald. Just going oh, quiet. Oh, yeah. SW approved. Okay. Own it. Jump ahead. Do it. I love it. I think I think that that, that bald is better than, like, you know, when there's Catches. three hairs, like a Homer Simpson situation. Yeah. It's like three hairs, and you got to comb them the right way. All right, I respect that. Uh, smart cars. No. no. No dice. Not for this dude. What about sports cars? when the wind blows, that thing's like yeah, all over the place. Yeah, Sports cars? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I approve all those sports cars. All right, last. Oh, man, last this is my favorite one. game. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Reality television. It's not for me. Not for this dude. But I used to work in reality television, and it was like, I guess it was like, he paid some bills. My brother was in reality television for a while. I paid his bills. Was he a bachelor? He, yeah, right. Uh, he was not. Yeah, yeah, no. Reality television is so boring. I've never had anyone be so, uh, approve so many things. You're, really? Yeah, you're a very, uh... I mean, I honestly probably would have approved all of them, but it felt like it had to be a little controversial. Controversial. Well, because oh, also a lot of it is, you know, uh, it's, it's approval for others. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you can do a man bun all you want, but, you know, it's not for me. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I, um, no, I like it. I feel like the, the more open-minded you can be, the better, especially when it comes to style things. So, last part of the show, uh, and thank you so much. You've been amazing. I've really enjoyed talking to you. And the last thing I want to hear from you and I want you to share with our listeners is, your very first million bucks moment is something we talk about a lot on Style Girlfriend, and I think it's a really important uh, part of a guy's life for him to actually have that moment of, I got this. I am in control. I look great. I feel great. I'm going to go take on the day. I, I guess the first time I feel like I was owning it and the first time I was on top of it was, um, you know, I run these tours, and the tour gets online reviews on Yelp and on TripAdvisor and all these other sites, and I think... I don't remember the particular review, but there was a review at one point that the person wrote everything that they liked about the tour that I do and about even what I was doing personally. Because it, it, if they review the tour and I'm a tour guide, it's pretty much a personal review. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's crazy to think that, like, you can go on Yelp and read reviews about me as a human, <laughs> yeah. you know, when which you is essentially it what it is. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, you can go read a review about me as a human on Yelp. And the first time somebody, they wrote what they enjoyed about the tour was everything that I was trying to get out. 
was everything that I was trying to deliver. And even down to the fact they said, oh, he's so comfortable and relaxed and really enjoys what he's doing. And wow, you know, if I could, if I could ever, you know, people say this all the time now, which just blows my mind still, you know, oh, when I grow up, I want to be like that. How do you know, I want to wear shorts and a t-shirt to work. I want to be as happy when I wake up as you are. And, you know, and I realized that the things that I was trying to achieve were coming through to people. Uh, I think that's what it was. And I knew that I was achieving those things, but you never really know until somebody, until a person who paid you money to show them some cool stuff about pizza, until that person says, heck yeah, this was cool. I just paid to go hang out with this guy and eat pizza all day. Like that, yeah, you want that the reflection it. back. You want confirmation that what you're doing is working. I totally get that. Yeah, because you, you could like what you're doing, but if nobody's going to the website or nobody's listening to a podcast or nobody's reading the book you wrote or nobody's listening to the song that you wrote then you just, there's a lot of doubt that can creep in. You could write an amazing song, and if people don't hear it the way that you do, then you could consider yourself a failure, even if you're not. So for me, it was just like, wow, now I get it. It's working, and other people see it. People who I'm not related to. It's not my mom writing the review. <laughs> I as hope it wasn't. Know. Oh, my God. <laughs> what if all this time she had written thousands of reviews? I got to go call her. Oh, gosh. Well, then, this is the perfect time to end. Scott, thank you so <laughs> for the much. call to my mom. We'll, Thanks for uh, having me, man. Yeah, we'll be putting the trailer up. What's the documentary called? I think it's called Scott's Pizza Tours, a documentary. Well, that's very <laughs> SEO friendly. We'll definitely be sure to link to yeah. it, and everyone will have to go check it out. And if anyone's in New York, definitely sign up for one of your tours. What's your website? Yeah, it's scottspizzatours.com. And we do tours pretty much every day, all over the city. Every Sunday, we go to the outer boroughs on a big school bus. We just have a lot of fun. And if anybody goes and takes that tour, you have to tell him that you heard about it through Style Girlfriend. Yeah. And you know what? You should say during the tour, you should say something like, approved. <laughs> or if you don't <laughs> like the slice, just say, say not, not this, this dude. dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, take a bite, spit it out, and say, not this dude. Oh I will not gosh. be happy. I would be pleased as punch. <laughs> Please do that, someone. All right. Well, this is great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Undressed. It's definitely something that's new and we're still learning and we hope you guys like it. Um, if you don't, please don't tell us and <laughs> just say nice things. But we definitely uh, want to hear your feedback, so get in touch with us and, yeah, let us know what you think. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.